You're listening to Brand to Brand, the marketing show. With your hosts, Thomas Sterling. This is the future. This is where everything goes. And Veronica St. Cyr. Why the hell would anybody buy this? An unfiltered conversation on brand strategy. And it worked like crazy. Marketing trends. I think they're in again. And emerging technology. There's going to be big impacts here. You're excited. I'm pumped. (laughs) All right, let's kick things off. If you know, you know. Sorry. You know, well, it's a precursor to what we're about to be talking about. Back in the studio again. Really excited about this episode because today we're talking about my shoes. It's not that Tom's shoes. It's Tom's the brand. Right here. Not your shoes. I thought we were going to auction them off. I too. can't believe you're wearing not wearing them. Tom's shoes. I feel like that's a... I've been in these for quite a while. They're getting kind of sweaty and I'm thinking if any... <laughs> There's going to be a purchase link at the end of the episode. I, that's all I'll if say. If you buy Tom's sweaty <laughs> shoes, we will donate a pair of shoes back to Tom. Oh, boy. we're <laughs> Now we're taking it too far. Today's brand breakdown is all about what companies are doing to share their causes, share their initiatives with the world, whether they're combating climate change, whether they're trying to help out those that are in need. What are your thoughts on this, V? I mean, it's interesting. We talk a lot about brand authenticity on the show It's critical that brands that talk the talk walk the walk. It's a shoe episode, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, crappy jokes aside, um, we know that millennials and Gen Z are drawn to brands that they know support the causes that they support, that they value, um, and they want to trust that brands are giving back and doing good. And with that, let's get into it. It's a little bit of shake and then fake. Tom's versus Allbirds. What's it going to be? Well, you're you're Tom, so yeah, that's we decided true. you're I, taking Tom's. <laughs> I feel good about this. Good. I, I feel like I know the Tom's brand well. Okay, why are you taking the Tom's <laughs> brand other than the fact your name is Tom? Well, I think that Tom's Shoes has really set the agenda on this concept of a one-for-one give back. The founder, Blake Mykoski, traveled to Argentina in 2006 and came to this realization that there were children that couldn't actually attend school because they didn't have shoes. And that was his aha moment to say, wait a second, maybe there's a way we can solve this crisis. And he was a serial entrepreneur. So this wasn't his first business venture, but no, he also was on the amazing race. So it wasn't his first that's time true. in the limelight. <laughs> <laughs> he kind of stumbled upon this one for one give back program where you buy a pair of shoes and they give a pair of shoes to a child in need is a really inspiring and incredibly powerful tool. It immediately articulates the values of the brand and it immediately shows the impact. It's not this amorphous donate a dollar and we'll take a who knows what and we'll give some back. It was it's very clear and it really helped. It was incredibly successful. So why are you picking all birds? I love the all birds shoes concept because of just this like hyper sustainable model. But Allbirds is a cool brand started by a professional footballer, and I do mean soccer player for those of us in the United States who are 
picturing the NFL. Tim Brown was a professional New Zealand soccer player, was on his way to the World Cup in South Africa, and he had this major shoe sponsor, which he will not talk about. I was listening to podcasts with him, doing research, and he's like, big shoe name brand I will not name. <laughs> and he hated that the sneaker game, then, what maybe less now with Allbirds, was just covered in logos. It was all logos, they were loud. He was a minimalist, and he said, I'm annoyed. I want a simple shoe. I either have to have some slip-on that's not athletic or a Chuck Taylor, which still is so obviously a Converse shoe. Mm. So he set out immediately to build this shoe. And it wasn't that he set out to build a sustainable brand. He wanted to solve a problem of creating a comfortable minimalist shoe. But he connected with a guy who was a renewables expert. And they're from New Zealand, big sheep industry that at the time wasn't doing well, applied for a grant, got $200,000 to develop a merino wool shoe, which he had this moment and was like, why the hell has no one thought to put wool in shoes? Yeah. And it was funny because he talks about Americans being like, itchy shoes, because like not <laughs> as comfortable with merino but wool. But breathes. But breathes. Incredibly well, which yes. you need with shoes. I mean, Tom's sweaty shoes over yeah. here. <laughs> <laughs> I could use that. They're not really sweaty. We will copyright I'm just, that. I'm just overdoing He's it. lying. I can smell them from here. Um, so the results of the shoe that they created, it was made from this super fine patented wool that was a quality you would find in like high-end suits like Tom Ford, Gucci, Armani. And what was incredible is many of these brands have these sustainable or charitable angles, and that's part of how they market themselves. And they elevate those stories and causes to sell their product. I actually have a clip I would love to play um, on Allbirds that speaks to the success of this brand story and that authentic message. Let's play the clip. Investors, therefore, are interested in Allbirds, but Silicon Valley are obsessed, and it's no surprise when they're interested in an innovative product that does things differently. Neil Blumenthal, the Warby Parker co-founder and co-CEO, believes that with the internet, people can find out every piece of information, and if you're inauthentic, you're easily found out. But if there's one brand that defines authenticity, I think it's Allbirds. To sum it up, simplicity is a big player in the success of the business, but at the end of the day, it's finally cool to care. And that's how it happened. It's cool to care. So what's refreshing about Allbirds is they didn't set out and say, we're going to become this sustainable company. They said, we are a for-profit shoe company creating a great profit. Oh, and by the way, we're going to make sure that in order to make a profit, we're not sacrificing the planet to do so. And I appreciate yeah, that. I, I feel like in some ways, some businesses and brands have gotten kind of out of that. And it's like, I we don't even do that thing anymore. We're all about this. And you're like, no, but you're still making money. Yeah, you're still, we're not I mean, stupid. You're we, not a charity. We need to know you're a viable business as well. Like you're not about to go under, right? So there can be profit and there can be social good all at once. I will say that was a great quote by the CEO of uh, Warby Parker, but he is an investor, <laughs> so that quote was not free. <laughs> and looking at Blake, CEO of Tom Shoes, he's really branded himself as a charitable persona. He also wrote a book in 2011, Start Something That Matters, was a New York Times bestseller. And the book really challenges other corporations and businesses to do the same thing, to really create and align themselves with a cause. But 
when you talk about that CEO of Warby Parker and his authenticity play, talking about how everything you can find online now, it's not as though the court of public opinion resoundingly across the board is all believers and lovers of Tom's shoes. Mm. Let me play the clip. Look, Tom's may kind of act like they're a charity, but they're a for-profit company. And last year, Blake sold his stake in Tom's in a deal that valued them at $600 million. Corporations are so evil. Oh, no, look, corporations are capable of doing plenty of good in the world, like when they contribute to local economies. But the buy one, give one model, doesn't help anyone. So in that clip, Adam ruins everything on True TV. It's pretty funny. You should check it out. And it was honestly eye-opening. They talk about how there are these companies that give a pair of shoes to somebody in need, but it puts local businesses out of business. So you have cobblers, they talk about in Africa where they're sending these shoes. You have cobblers, shoe stores that are going out of business because these American companies are making these donations and then filming people in really not great situations wearing their product to try to sell their product. And this is a half a billion dollar company. And when you break out how much the shoes are, $60 a shoe. How much do those actual shoes that they're providing $60 cost? $60 for the pair. For the pair. <laughs> yep. The $60 individual. For each shoe. <laughs> <laughs> That's how they should sell shoes. They don't shoes. sell them as a pair. They could double how much they're making. <laughs> Just there's an idea for them. No, but of the $60 that they charge for the shoes, it's four to six dollars is how much the actual shoes are costing that you're giving a pair to. So it's not like you're giving the same stylish pair. You're giving the basic pair. Yeah, and also where's that other like fifty plus dollars going? Well, into that's, this mean, corporation's pocket. Yeah, that's where it needs to go. But those shoes are kind of disposable. So when you think about the cobbler, you think about the whole shoe industry there, where they're maybe making more sustainable shoes, shoes that ultimately are built to last. I could see where the, some of the challenges are. There. Yeah, or thinking about could you, instead of donating the shoe, donate any of that money to support those local economies and allow them to thrive? Invest in shoemaking businesses in those countries. It's just not as catchy, Veronica. It's definitely it's not, not as catchy. It's not as good a headline. One for one. <laughs> Sounds good. So speaking of this commitment to causes and authenticity, I actually have a clip of the partner in Allbirds, Joey Zwillinger, who again was a renewables energy expert. He was doing something with like algae energy, had this vision of making an impact on the world and was beating his head against a wall, not really able to make an impact. And this is a clip of him talking about big brands and sustainability. And so I just realized through this super frustrating experience that the brands, big brands, they said they cared about sustainability but in reality they were just paying lip service to the idea hmm. so i'm sitting here and tim comes with this uh not just a concept but like a pretty fleshed out idea with mm -hmm. the kickstarter success and it really resonated with me from a sustainability perspective but it was also about an opportunity to sell shoes in a totally different way than the industry had had ever done before so Allbirds really has leaned into this sustainability model from the beginning. And I think now that they have figured out how important this is to their marketing and they're seeing a new path that they can kind of blaze, a new trail they can blaze for other brands to follow suit, 
It is all over their website. I think they have like nine pages on their website just committed. It's radical transparency. It's ra- that's that's what we're yes. talking about. And when yes. people get that, it, it's not that amorphous yes. black box of we care and we give. And it's like the UNICEF coin change thing. You're like putting coins yeah, and dollars you're in. Like, you're Where like, Where is this going? How much of the UNICEF? It is in Allbirds Unveiled. <laughs> Allbirds Unveiled, their Allbirds flight plan last year with their commitment, which is to cut their carbon footprint in half by 2025 and make it zero by 2030. They have so many other initiatives. First of all, they're a certified B Corp, meaning they have the highest standard of verified social and environmental performance. So is Tom's. They have a give back program. They have all these sustainability initiatives. Uh, They have their rerun program, which is a separate marketplace where you can shop for slightly imperfect and gently used products to try Mm. to just lower that impact of shoes ending up in landfills. And it goes on and it's exactly what you said. Radical transparency. I know having a whole section beyond on your website, just your specific case for how you're making an impact, but then your recycling program for shoes to get them back in circulation. That's a commitment right there. I think one of the things for Tom's shoes that was a real challenge for them, the one for one give back program was incredibly successful. And when they were originally launching the brand, they were fortunate to have social media launching around Mm -hmm. the same time. Facebook was just leaving college campuses and coming online. Parents weren't using it yet, but soon. (laughs) And YouTube came right after that. And so they had all these great social tools and it was very shareable. It's like, I'm buying the shoe and now look, I'm making an immediate impact. And doesn't that feel really good? But at some point, the kind of noise and excitement died down. Yeah. And it's the same story. At some point, the story, you, how much can you change the story? All right. We gave another pair. All right, yeah, I know. Well, you were you've been given pairs. So who's sharing and being like, yeah, Hey, I'm the last person to buy a pair of Tom's shoes. That's not exciting. So I think that was a real challenge for the brand mm. and challenge. I mean, still half a billion, right? So things are good, but in terms of the overall industry, they haven't necessarily seen growth. And I think for that reason, they've been challenged a little bit to revisit. Maybe it's important to take on another initiative. Mm. So 2018, Blake actually announced this new concept of giving 5 million towards gun violence. It was like the largest contribution. Well, towards trying to stop gun violence. Yeah. Towards towards. stopping. I'm sorry. (laughs) Not, not generating gun violence, but that was incredible. That was a huge, huge, the largest donation from a corporation to that cause in history. Yes, exactly. And beyond just donating money, this is a brand that took it a step further and enacted real change towards gun reform and legislation. They launched a national campaign sending postcards about universal background checks to members of Congress 15 days later, a bill was passed to require background checks for all firearm sales. And isn't that what we want? Don't yeah. we want corporations? I, I think to like, give a shit. and right now we're in a little bit of a hot water situation for a lot of brands because they're not sure which causes it's okay to come out and support. Mm. A lot of things have become hyper politicized. And so brands come in, they take a stance and it ends up being a huge social media backlash. Yeah. I think getting back to 
looking at your core values and thinking about what causes really speak to your brand and your audience. In this case, for Tom's shoes, it was a little bit of an edge case, taking a stance on an issue, an important issue like gun control. But at the end of the day, I think it speaks to a higher goal. And one other thing that's really important for Blake is really social entrepreneurship. He launched a social entrepreneurship fund and now he's out funding other startups that want to make changes and support causes in the world. What's more beautiful than that? (laughs) (laughs) So if we had to talk about any other brands, what would it be? I mean, Warby Parker, which we already mentioned, investor in Allbirds Shoes and also known for a one-for-one give-back model Mm -hmm. um, for glasses. Every pair purchased, they donate and do some stuff with eye care is definitely one we could mention. Bomba Socks is interesting because they don't just do socks. They do underwear, t-shirts. And interesting enough, those are the three most requested shirts, underwear, and socks. Three most requested items from homeless shelters. They have donated 75 million products so far. And they're great quality socks, which again goes back to great product doing good. And then Life Straw. For every 500 Life Straw products that they sell, which is water filtration straws that you can carry with you, they distribute a Life Straw community purifier to a school in need, which which can provide safe water to up to 100 kids for a period of five years. That's a kind of an incredible thing. You're not putting anybody else out of business if you're purifying water, right? And to be able to have a portable solution for some of these use cases is just incredible. Well, a couple brands that I thought should make the list, Lush Cosmetics, I don't know if that's a household name for everybody, but they are really committed to animal rights, environmental conservation, and human rights. And we've all seen from the cosmetic industry all sorts of Mm. issues, them testing products on all sorts of animals. The cute ones, too. Yeah, it's terrible. Yobi, Yobi sells school and office supplies. They donate a portion of those sales to schools and classrooms in need. And Better World Books. I think we all would understand what Better World Books would do, right? They're out there giving out books and making the world better. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) And now for something completely different. So if we had to put this to work, first and foremost, aligning your brand to a social cause can create a lot of buzz for your organization, can connect you with new audiences, and ultimately can drive sales and opportunities. But think about that like a marketing investment. Don't necessarily think about it typically as a donation. Because I think in some ways, just by shifting that perspective, it can drive a different end result. Next, don't spread yourself too thin. A lot of organizations get in the habit of partnering with all sorts of local charities, local organizations, and that's great. But if that doesn't roll up to a higher purpose, then it's going to be a lot harder to articulate what your brand's values are. And so it won't contribute as much to your overall brand story. Next, consider those commitments as multi-year commitments. Don't fall in the situation maybe where Tom's shoes was, where it's really hard now for them to shift their narrative, but also don't change up what you're doing so quickly that it takes away from the authenticity. And if you are making changes, it still needs to all roll up to that higher concept. So if we're starting with environment, You could have a moment where you're talking about sustainable energy. You could shift to another important cause, still touting that overall the brand focus is around our commitment to environment. And if we're not sure where to give, survey our team, talk to our customers, talk to really anyone that would listen, talk to enough people so you have a good sample size. Let that help guide where you put investment. 
And lastly, be real with your appeal. It's better to do nothing than come across as inauthentic. Hey, I put some new shoes on and suddenly everything's right. I said, so if you had to take anything away from the episode today. It's that you can make a profit while also doing good. Looking at the state of the world right now, we have a responsibility to ensure that our businesses are leaving the world in a better place than when we founded them. I like that. Wow. I know. That was deep. I came to work today. <laughs> Well, mine would be, when considering your brand story and your values, make sure it isn't bullshit. <laughs> and with that, we're out, folks. Thanks for listening. If you liked what you heard, smash the subscribe button or listen wherever you get your podcasts. We're out of here.